Welcome to the Yeshiva Shalmaila. This is David Lichtenstein. This week's topic will be something from the headlines. Daniel Penny, a Marine, was riding the subway when Jordan Neely, a homeless, uh, crazed man who had been arrested, I think, 42 prior occasions, started screaming he's going to kill the people in the train. So this Marine put Jordan Neely into a headlock, and he kept him in the headlock a little bit too long, or a lot too long, and he died uh, basically from strangulation. And Daniel Penny has now been indicted for murder. So the question is, if this was in front of a Bezdin, halachically, self-defense, are there limits to it? Is there a din of yachal hatzilo bechad me'varav? And in this case, he just went beyond the minimum force. We'll speak about this and other areas of self-defense in halacha. Our guest this week will be from the OU, Rabbi Nachum Ginak, who is machsher. Everybody in the world is something they're eating every day that has, without him, you wouldn't be eating it. So he's a big Talmud Chacham, a musmach. We'll have a celebrity lawyer, Lou Shapiro, from Los Angeles. He represents many celebrities. I looked online now. He's representing Hush, hush Puppy. But in some type of a criminal case. And we'll talk, he'll talk about from American law how it differs from halacha. And then we'll have Rav Shai Tahan. He will talk a little bit about some of the questions we had about AI, as well as going back to questions of self-defense. And halacha should make for a very interesting program. Before we go to the program, I wanted to go over a few voicemails that I got about AI last week. Let's listen to them. Hi, I heard the show on AI a little. And I was mama shocked because, you know, I live in Marburg and I saw a kokorai from over 40 rabunim in Marburg, the most prominent rabunim in Marburg. And I also saw a kokorai from Monsi, where you live in, where over 30 rabunim, also real prominent rabunim, all answered AI with tachlis iser, and it's user, user, user to have any shots with it. So how could it even... To even start to be done, if he could, if he could replace Rabbanim, if it's Asher Mekoyra I wasn't aware of this uh, Rabbanim who quote unquote put a cherem out against AI. But basically, the reason for the cherem they say is because you could learn kfira or pornography, etc. on AI, and it's Asa just like the entire internet is Asa, unfiltered internet. Well, it's hard to argue, filtered, unfiltered. It does seem that Re'ei Ma'ama Dabar, the Kval Yisrael as a whole, most people do use the internet today. So I think that battle has been lost. As far as open internet, um, AI does not have images on it, so there are no issues of pornography. So what is the Sothvik? You're going to go to AI to um, f- find kfira. Um, we had Rabbi Tahan later discuss, he says, like, if you want to find kfira, you're not going to AI to do it. So it seems pretty rachik, and from the way they write this Issa, it doesn't seem that they're actually that familiar with AI. In fact, if any of our listeners could get any of their abonim who asked AI to be interviewed, I would love to do it and actually hear their opinion. But again, to sum up, um, he's shocked. Well, if you use filtered internet today, which almost anybody who has a business today does, so this um, ISR is not so relevant. And it's particularly on AI, it's pretty remote that you're going to find it in AI. So this is really an old battle. Yeah, so I want to comment about uh, AI sack. So <clears throat> the Mesa, um the, the Mishnah says, ain't Yiro, ain't and if Shach Tzal said he never saw someone without Yerushalayim say I'm of Shach and Torah, the reason is possible. I understand Rav Shach said him Yein Yira Ein Torah, 
But halachically, it's not brought, not, neither in Chayshe Mishpat, in Hilchaz Dayanim, this Klal, or in Yeridea. So um, it's probably a pretty good rule, Amen But I would even ask that even according to Amen Yer and Tyra, saying somebody's learning, but he has no Yerushamayim, something's wrong. But on a machine that's not expected to have Yerushamayim and can't have Yerushamayim, would the Klal of, of Ein Yer and Tyra really make a difference? And, and an example for this is Taisus, both in Baba Kama, where Taisus says, Lamashal, so, so some Rishayim want to say, and therefore an Isha would be puzzled. So Taisha says, an Isha, it's not talking about an Isha, it's only talking about an Ish. An Ish who's Roy, who's Ene, Roy Lahoid, because he did something wrong, he's a Masachic Bekuvi, etc. Ene Roy Lodain. But an Isha who's Bechlal, not in the parish of Edus, there's no Ene Roy Lahoid, Ene Roy Lodain. So I would use the same answer here with the Gabi Shach. A computer is not in the parish of Yerushamayim Bechlal. The fact that it doesn't have Yerushamayim wouldn't be indicative. And in fact, I would ask this this question, as, as well as some of the other callers, if you had a computer that was set up and it was fed a, all the Yisra Chachma and really you, you put into it 500 Shilas and you saw it was great and you had a choice to ask the computer the Shila, who is a very high level of success, or ask a guy who is Mama Shalata Yerushimayim but isn't nearly a Talmud Chachal like the computer, who do you think would be more fitting to ask the Shila to? Question, I don't have an answer. My Nati would be the computer, but I leave it up to the audience. In this last week, the chief of the AI, I believe, I, I'm not sure, 100% sure, but I believe uh, the key point was not mentioned, which is that uh, one of the basic elements of stock is that, uh, from Shem Dov Science here, I think it's Dov Apache, one of the basic elements of stock is the fact that uh, the, 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 the Pesach is being macabre on himself, that if he passed wrong, so he, you know, he's going to get the Gehenna. That's what he's doing. He's paskin. Like Bezin Shetaya. So they bring a carbon. You're, you're being Sainach on the Bezin. Bezin Shetaya, Bezin brings a carbon. You're being Sainach But if there's nobody who's going to take the, the beating. Well, I would disagree with this listener. If you look in Hyrius, carbon is only by Bezdin Agadol, not by a regular Paisik who makes a mistake. And even by Bezdin Agadol, there's many, many conditions. For example, if the Av Bezdin wasn't there that day, you wouldn't bring a carbon. If there wasn't a Masu Matan, you wouldn't bring a carbon. There's many, many conditions. The possibility of bringing a carbon on a wrong sock is so remote. I don't think that that's a fear that would allow, uh, uh, that is, is in the top of a Pisic's mind. And certainly today there is no, there is no carbonus. Now, again, as far as your question about, but it's good to have somebody who's worried about punishment, I would ask the same question. If you had a computer that was right 500 out of 501 times, or somebody who was fearful, would you rather have the expert, or would you rather have the one that's fearful? That's, uh, that would be my response to this. Now, here's a, a caller in who had a very good point. However, this idea that you're saying, well, let's use AI, it, 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 in a certain way, there's a big danger. It's not under control, which I don't know how it would be, because let's say you couldn't yet use AI for psychological best what came out. No, it's not that a place can use it, so to speak, to help out and when he gives a psychological, but as a person can call up and use it, you know, for whatever extent it is. At the end of the day, there's the people that become place the people that learn through halacha, um, which are many, 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 many thousands of people, and even people who don't, say, call Rabbanim, go to smicha programs and things like this, right? As Hashkaf uh, asked, as a person, as we, as as Dvarim Shutim, as far as us even are concerned, the person's put here to grow, to turn himself into 
a better person. Hey, whatever, I'm the swarm and I'm and everything what goes into that. This, but that's a, a positive thing. You know, once it becomes, let's say, a norm, reliant AI, what's going to happen to all those people that, uh, that sat and learned? I'll leave it to the so what's gonna, will, will they be affected? Will people start coming out with this, uh, this idea that that's so important? Because, anyways, you could ask AI. Anyways, AI is better besides. I don't have a response to this. He says, if we start using AI, who's going to want to become a Pisic anymore? Like, what's the purpose? I don't have an answer. I think that's a very valid point. You need smarter people than me to uh, to respond to that. We had many other callers, but my voice is, you could tell, is a little bit on the, you know, on the fritz today, so I'm going to be Makatsar in the opening. I am going to ask, though, three riddles this week. Let's go to our riddles of the week. They put him in jail, seemingly on Shabbos. So here's the problem. The Ramah and Arachayim Simon Shin Lamites of Dalit. It's this is Shin Lamites, by the way. You try to memorize, give yourself Simonim for each Simon. Shin Lamites is I see a salad. And it's really an assortment of all the halachas in, in Shabbos that don't belong anywhere else, random halachas. And one of them is this, that what? Bezdin does not put somebody in jail on Shabbos. So the question on the Ramah is, you have a Beferish Pasik here in our Parsha, Neged the Ramah, Shin Fascinating riddle, I never heard it before. Here's another riddle. The Gemara Erechin says, Amr Abelazah ben Porta, Kama Gadol Koyach Shalashin Hara, so he says, the Miraglam or Moitzi Shemra on Eitzim Vavanim. Does that make sense? Could you Moitzi a Shemra on a flower pot, on a, a bottle of, uh, of, 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 of raspberry soda? I mean, is that, could you say Lashin Hara on something that's not a Chai? Could you say Lashin Hara on a horse? Right? It's not logical. More than that, the Gemara in Bracha says, Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, this is your Tessa Meralaf, Kol HaMesaper Achrei HaMes is Pata. Why? Ki ilu Mesaper Achrei HaEvin. It's like talking about a stone. So he's making a Kavachayma. So in other words, he's saying, if I, on a stone you most certainly Pata, a mace you Pata because it's like a stone. Because he's saying it's a Dava Pasha. You can't say Lashin Hara about a mace. If on a mace you can't say Lashin Hara, how could you say Lashin Hara on the Eitzim Avonim, like the Maraglim? So the whole concept that the Maraglim, or Mesapri Lashin Hara, goes against the Gemara in Brachas, and and to a certain extent against our Havana. How do you say, could, could you say Lashin Hara against the dog? Doesn't make a lot of sense. I'll be Pashtus. What would be the answer to this question? So a second riddle. What's our third riddle? Rashi says, The Rabbani Shalom should save you from the eights of the Meraglam. So he was mispal that he shouldn't be a chayta. We have that a number of times, you know, in the bracha you give to your children on uh, Erev Yom Kippur, you say that the Rabbani Shalom, they should never do averis. Everything that happens to us is bidei shamayim. Parnasa, gizunt, Etc. Mazel, etc. Chutz me Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim doesn't come malamila. Yerushalayim is you have to put on your boots. You have to stand up and do the right thing. A person has to be kind of Yerushalayim. So if Yerushalayim is a self kinyan, what does it mean? He was mispal. Hispalal alav ka haishiyacham etzas meraglam. 
We're just saying the exact opposite. How we for our children. Those are our three riddles of the week. If you want to leave a message by phone or dial in by phone to listen, in America, our number is 732-806-8700. In England, it's 44, like that's the country code, 33011-70250. In Eretz Yisrael, it's uh, 02-372-0304. Let's go to our fabulous Sheer. Joining us from New York is Rabbi Menachem Ginak. He's the CEO, the Rav of the OU, which means to all our listeners, every single day there's something they eat only because he gave the hechshar on it. Welcome, Rabbi Menachem. Welcome, David. So, Menachem, in the news has been the story where uh, this fellow, Jordan Neely, was uh, in the subway. It seems he was threatening people verbally. He had a long history of, uh, of mental instability. And there was a Marine by the name of Daniel Penny who felt that the people in the subway were threatened. And he put him into a chokehold and he killed uh, Daniel Penny. And now Jordan Neely was uh, indicted for, uh, for manslaughter. So my question to you is, if this was, if you were the Avbezdin here, and they brought you, uh, you know, Daniel Penny, and they said, look, he killed somebody. He's saying, look, I did it to defend, and, and the uh, prosecutor saying, A, you didn't have to keep it choking for that long of a period, or B, he really wasn't a threat. What would be the halachic questions that you would be being done on? Well, we, we know there's a general principle of, of Rodev. If somebody is Rodev Achachver Lahago, he wants to one person pursuing another to kill him. So you're allowed to protect the, you know, the potential victim. You're allowed to kill him. Habola. And then there's another principle. Habola, somebody's coming to kill you. Wake up early, you know, to foil his plan and, and kill him first. So, because I don't know the circumstances, you know, practically in that case in the subway, whether what was the nature of the threat was, was it, you know, just abusive language, or he meant actually to kill him, because we don't know. But um, but that principle may be operative here. If they felt indeed threatened in terms even of their lives. But there's also halacha by Reudif, that whereas yachal lahatzel be'echad me'varav, and you did more than that, then you chayiv mis. In other words, if you could shoot the guy in the foot, a Reudif, but instead you shoot him in the heart, then the, the, the matzel has a din of a... Which is, imagine in American law, the same thing, do the minimum amount of damage. So what their, their argument, the minimal point, so the question is, look, did you have to choke the guy to death? Couldn't you have restrained him and then held him in a way where he wasn't being choked and 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 allow the people to leave the, the car, etc.? Like, did you have to kill him? Like, is, is, isn't that a little bit much? Right. So again, I, I, I you know, I, I don't know the, the, you know, obviously that he's indicted now. That's going to be one of the issues. But you have to use minimum force because the Gemara says, even as it relates to Ben Noach, that um, if Yocholitzim Mechem Evarav is decided, if you can use shoot him in the foot or something like that to stop him, that you're obligated to. And uh, and that applies to Ben Noach as well. There's a machlekes between the Rambam. And the Vaivid, where the, I mean, the strange Rambam, the Rambam says, Abola Hogoho, he, he calls this a loch, that there's a loch of, of, of low days, and you're allowed to, um, 
you know, to kill that person, but you have to use minimum force. And if you didn't, if you could have saved them in a different way. So the Lamb says, Yitzchayim Misa, Aval Ein Bezme Misa Noso. And the Raiva doesn't understand. Um, since he's, he's, you, you're not allowed to uh, to use maximum force, why why isn't Bezme Misa Noso? So actually, this, you know, this comes into a, just, in, just in terms of, a, you know, just the logic of it. What's the locha? That you, if you shoot him in the foot and you have that potential, is it because that's not called Medifa anymore? Because he's not avoided to, if, in, in the sense that since you can, he can stop, you can stop him. Or is it that it, he is a religious because that's his intention? That, but that you can stop him extraneously is only uh, is because it's a chiyav hatsola for you know nosamal um, damayecha to save him. But you know the gemara applies this halacha also by ben and so it's not just the pituach nefesh factor that, that you can save to save the the, the religious. Rav Chaim has about this in the Sefer. Rav talks about it. But um, you see, because often that principle of Ben Kirchner's might not apply in the case of Ben Noyach. Because for for So, um, but you know, coming to this case, we, you know, I, I guess just in the case, the facts of the case, one of the things that the, undoubtedly the jury and the judge will will deal with was was it was it necessary to kill him? Um, and since this is a Ben Noyach, you know, the Ram says this. By Yisrael, but by Noach, but by Noach, he would be Nevok. And then the issue is, you know, uh, you know, what was the case? You know, just the facts. I mean, obviously, he, he killed him. Was that ne- necessary? I mean, the argument against why he was indicted was because he, he could have just stopped earlier. I mean, I, I imagine, in, term, in terms of this Marine's defense, that could be a matter of dispute. What was the maximum force that, or minimum force that was necessary? Rabbi Nachman, here's, here's an interesting halacha that you don't have in, in Bagayi Shalor, that um, that the, the Mishnah Lamelech and Hilchus Chayv Lamazik famously says in Parikhes, he says that the din of um, they use the minimum force does not apply to the Nirdaf himself. Right. The Nirdaf does not have to uh, have to, uh, uh, Schultz, what is it? Is it a Svaro or is it a Xeris Like what's the Svaro? Is it because he's too bold? He's going to be too confused, too frightened? The person who's being chased, he has to start concentrating exactly why. But if, if indeed this guy, Daniel, uh, Jordan Neely, was among the Nerdafim. He felt threatened mm-hmm. because his guy, there would not be a din of Tsar Hal Hatzel Bechad Meivarov, according to this Mishnah about Lachamir, right? Right. So, the, I mean, they said Mishnah Royal has, I actually have that's my statement on the It is, you know, it, it could be that there's a separate Alocha on the Niv that he learns because Habola Hogo, Hogo, Hashkem, Hogo is an independent Alocha uh, than the general Alocha Vodav. No, Vodav is if somebody, an extraneous person, is coming to save the Nerdaf. But they the, the victim, the potential victim himself, he has a separate habola hoga of hashkem v'hogo. So, and you're saying on the din of on a din of habola hargech, there's no din of yachal lahatzol bechad meivarav. But but Rabbi Nachman, if 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 yachal lahatzol bechad meivarav is a svara, why wouldn't that svara apply on the bal hargech hashkem lahargei? Right. I mean, first of all, the, the Mishnah Melech is a is a chid. You know, it's not that's exactly the question that you asked. Why why should it be different? Actually, as I said, the Biskarov talks about this in the Shmelech, um, it's a long Biskarov, the beginning But, you know, the question is an important question. You know, in terms of explaining that Rama, we, we you know, I referenced before, the Rama says that it's Yochel, it's Yimech, and it's Chayim Misa, but Eim Misa also. So the question is, why Eim Misa also? That's what the writer asks. So some, you know, some claim 
because he's been, he's been there that, that this Lama is a source, um, you know, for this Mishnah Melech. But Mishnah Melech even seems to say that it's, you know, he's permitted to, according to the Lama, would not be permitted. If the, if that's, if the Lama is based on each Bichayat Misa, but he's, um, but Amy Misa, so maybe it's only referring to, to, to him. Um, the Mishnah though, is, uh, is by no means obvious. You know, Let me ask you another question. Let's say somebody's a Suffolk writer. What's the din of a Suffolk writer? If he, somebody's coming at somebody and he's not sure whether he intends to kill him or, where, or maybe he doesn't. He says, I'm going to kill you when he lunges. Does he really mean to kill you? You don't know. How do you look at a Suffolk writer of Allah? So, this, so I mean, this is actually a din in Achrein about the Minchas assumes that a Suffolk, um, let's say just by Suffolk that you allow that you know, he he has about this the um, Shmuel Razovsky. He, he cites Minchas Chinuch. It's a it's a known Minchas Chinuch, but Minchas Chinuch says the case of Suffolk, the head still applies. How do you understand and, that? And, if, and, if, if if somebody, let me just refer. You're saying by Suffolk Rider has a den of a Rider. So if you see somebody chasing after somebody, and you're not sure whether he's chasing him to give him a kugel or he intends to kill him, would you be allowed to kill that guy? So so. It, I mean, we know that the Minchas Chinuch has a, a different, I mean, your case may be a little bit different, but he has a discussion about, he's a road after a suffix as well. We're not talking about the near different himself. And he has a suffix where he, because um, he says, since we know that suffix is Natas, is Deutsche, Holy Surim from the Chaibahem, so that should also apply maybe to the road But this presumes that this, the halach of the road is based on the halach of the Kuch Nefesh, you know, um, so that's the question: Is is it based on the loch of pikuach nefesh, or is it a separate loch? We see by Baba Machteres, like it's only um, you know that's what he claims. He says every Baba Machteres, it's a suffix, unless unless we presume that since he's coming into your house, breaking in, so we, we automatically assume it's for nefashus. And some some say that that loch of Baba Machteres is a separate says the cost of. So actually, he has, as I said, Rishmul Zoski has this discussion exactly what you're you're referencing to the say in in Sanhedrin, and he disagrees with this Minchas Chinuch. Minchas Chinuch says that Suffolk still applies, and he says it would not apply. I mean, the question again, the the facts of the case, but you know, he was threatening apparently the other people on the uh, on the train. You know, so is it so? Suffolk would that would that be? Would that halacha very different apply? Let me ask you a, 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 a side question. Um, how, to what extreme are you allowed to go to defend yourself? Like, let me ask you a question. A person lives in a, in, a, in, a, in a dangerous neighborhood, and he has a wall around his property. So he's afraid people are going to break in. So what does he do? He's going to uh, dig a deep trench in the property so that if somebody climbs over the wall, he'll fall into it and he'll, 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 he'll get killed. Would you be allowed to do that or not? Would you allow it in your property, set off like a booby trap, that if somebody breaks in, uh, uh, something explodes and kills them? And Rabbi Zilberstein was asked a question in Eretz Yisrael. Pretty why, why is it not exactly Baba Machteris? So you're asking it should be Baba Machteris. So, so let me tell you a story. Rabbi Zilberstein said the story. Well, you don't know if the guy who's coming in is coming to kill you. He could just be coming to rob. How mm-hmm. much are you allowed to do to defend your, your property? Because the guy, he wrote him a question. He said, every single day, he lives in a neighborhood where, you know, he he goes to work, he has lunch, and somebody steals his lunch. He wanted to know, could he put rat poison into his sandwich, that the next day, if the guy stole a sandwich, he would eat it and die. Would that be mutter or not? Yeah, I presume that's not mutter. I mean, that's different than the Mahakteras. Mahakteras is because he's going to confront you. 
it's not just to save your money, that if he's coming in and it's, it's a robber, I mean, again, there's a presumption that he'll, you know, that he'll be, he's bombing the flushes as well. But if it's just a sandwich, you know, he's just playing to steal the sandwich. That's, he's not confronting you as a robber in your house. That's what I that, was That's true, but he says that the concept of halitayu l'rasha v'yamas means if you're not doing the action, but the Russia is doing the action by himself, then you're unrestrained in doing things that where he himself it brings the uh, the uh, the destruction upon himself or the damage upon himself. That's his halacha. You would think that you could kill him. Yeah, what, what do you think about that? I think that's a fittish. I mean, it, 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 that that assumption, like your first case, you know, when somebody breaks into your house and you, you know, you, you, you set up a defense that will somehow kill the person. So that, I, I think that may be, that may be like Baba Mahteras. Of course, so you're saying that in the case of death, you're saying you're saying in the case where you're worried about your life, it's one thing. But for your money, it would be another thing. And there are, there are a lot of riots for that. The marshal, the gemara, the shulchan aruch paskin, the tafchav dalah, tafchav feit, and the hashem mishpat that that roids people who are thieves. The loch is you know you know you're not allowed to pick the ladder up. The v'chiv of hatzala. So if the v'chiv hatzala on such a person, it certainly shouldn't be a din that you're allowed to kill such a person. But regardless, let me ask you a question: If you live in a but where you're afraid somebody could break in and hurt your family, would you be allowed to set up a booby trap that would kill the person who broke in? Yeah, but that's what you spoke about before. So I would imagine that that, that indeed is Boba Macheras. That's exactly what he's breaking into your house. But it's different than the, you know, the case that you cited before, stealing a, a sandwich. Um, it's not just so to does protect a, the money. Does anybody... It's not only to protect the money that you can kill a person because... There's an assumption, right, that he's coming all you know on the flushes as well. Because if he'll be confronted, you know, it's either me or you, he'll kill you. But I don't, I don't think that would apply to a person stealing a sandwich. It's not just because to protect your money, you're added to any extreme. It's only when person in the house, you'll, he'll, you'll, you can be confronted, and he's, and he's coming. There's an assumption he's coming. If you confront him, that he'll kill you. He's not just coming to steal the money. So, Rabbi Nachum, the takeaway is the main need, and if this was a Bezdin, would be is, is this is the Mishnah Lamelech Hanacha right? And if on the Nirdaf is there a din of uh, he does not have to be Matzal Bechad Mevarav, and if he doesn't, he would be Pata. Right, but it also in this case, I mean, again, we have, you know, the jury will have to see what the case is. Was it that he was already completely subdued at the end and then continued, you know, to choke this person to death? Saying that even like the Mishnah Lamelech, if the person, once he's completely subdued, he becomes Ice Raidus. Right, so and and I guess we'd have it's to very, see, you know, it's a very interesting, very interesting Sfara. I, I think that's a lot of this is going to revolve about about you know the claims back and forth. I mean, this, I mean, it, it's sad on both sides because the person was killed, but this this person who now is indicted was you know was a marine. He claims you know that he was using you know just trying to protect himself, as you mentioned before. It's not just the others, protect himself and the others, and um, you know. I guess he thinks that it, you know, this becomes a very technical issue just in terms of the facts. Was he completely subdued at that point? Rabbi Nachum, thank you very much for your time. Okay, always good to see you, David. Also, bye-bye. Joining us from Los Angeles is Lou Shapiro, a well-known celebrity lawyer, criminal lawyer from the uh, Los Angeles area. Welcome, Lou. Sure, good to be with you again. I saw that uh, when I just Googled you, I saw that you represented somebody called Hush Puppy. So, uh... Fascinating name, that's all I would say, okay? 
Yes, we can leave it at that. Leave it at that. Let me ask you so a question. There was an incident in New York recently where you probably read about it, where a fellow was some um, semi-deranged um, African-American um, fellow who was in a uh, on a train in a car and ostensibly threatening people, yelling, screaming. Over, you know, he had taken no action. Had been had 47 prior arrests. And a, a, a Marine on the train subdued him in a headlock, and ultimately uh, the guy choked to death in the headlock. So I would ask you in, I want to just throw it in. So he was arrested, controversially, you know, raised a lot of money they're raising for him from the red states, et cetera. In, in halacha, there's a concept that um, when you are trying to save somebody's life, you have to use the minimum amount of force necessary. So if you could shoot the assailant in the leg, but instead you shoot him in the heart, you would be considered a murderer. And I imagine that that's consistent with American law too. Is that correct? Yes, you can only use a reasonable force that is enough to meet uh, the force that is coming at you. You can't go beyond that. So here's where there may be a difference. In Halacha, there's one opinion, the Mishnah Lamelech, but it's from the uh, 1500s, who said that that's true if a third party would come to be the rescuer. But the person himself who's being chased cannot be held up to that standard. And there are two different, and one opinion, one, no, he doesn't say reason, but one of the reasons is because we assume that the person whose own life is under duress is too stressed to be able to make that distinction. Would secular law, American law, um, um, accept such an argument? It, it, they do, but it's, it's a little different. They, that person wouldn't get completely exonerated. They would be uh, charged or convicted of manslaughter versus murder. And the common defense is called imperfect self-defense. I had a right to use self-defense, but I used too much, and therefore it's imperfect. So convict me of manslaughter rather than murder, which doesn't carry uh, as severe terms and sentence. Okay, interesting. Let me ask you another question. Um, and this may, this may vary by state because of the cassola. But according to Halacha, um, if somebody invaded your house at night, you would have a right to shoot the person because there's an assumption that he's coming and he would not hesitate to kill. So he's considered a sort of a deathly intent, right? Mortal intent. Does American law agree with that or not? So in American law, it's not necessarily codified that you're totally off the hook, but from a prosecutor's perspective, they tend to give a lot more latitude in self-defense cases like that, where somebody is in the comfort of their own home and someone is breaking in and going to do something, they generally will not charge uh, somebody that is acting in self-defense under those circumstances. Even though they can, they normally don't. You say they can. Like, isn't there a concept of the castle law? Because you have a right to defend your own property, your own home? Yes, you do have a right to defend your own home. But again, it goes to the point of, well, did you have to kill the person in order to defend your own home, though? Yeah, you can use reasonable self-defense, and you know, the person doesn't have any weapons. Uh, isn't isn't posing a physical threat at that moment. Maybe the person is even trying to leave the house uh, when they realize, oh, someone's in here. I'm out of here. Uh, you can't just take a gun and shoot someone in the back when they're on their way out. Uh, so that that's where it gets a little gray. So according to American law, would you have to actually ask the person, sir, do you have a weapon? Like, what would you have to do? You have to act in a reasonable way. And reasonable uh, to one person could be unreasonable to another person. And that's why when you go to trial and you have a jury of 12 people, you don't always know which way it's going to go. Hmm. So you're saying a person, theoretically, who saw, an asset, who saw somebody breaking into the house or somebody in the house at night, and he pulled out the gun and shot the person, could theoretically be charged with manslaughter. Yes. That's right. Will it happen? Probably, probably not. 
it, again, practically speaking, prosecutors won't usually charge those cases. But it's not a black and white, you're off the hook just because somebody's snooping around your house. Okay, next question. Somebody has a home, and people have broken into it repeatedly. So what does he do? He sets up some type of a booby trap. Maybe there's like, he, 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 he makes a, a large pit or something so that somebody climbing over the fence would, would, wouldn't know was there, would fall into it and get killed. Uh, can you do that to defend your property? No, you, you can't do that. It goes along the same lines of, you know, you're allowed to call the police if somebody's uh, causing a disturbance or intruding, uh, but you can't go out of your way. You can't set up a situation that, that someone is going to be harmed because uh, they might be coming into your house. That's, that, that's already beyond self-defense and is almost going like going on the offense, thinking that something's going to happen to you maybe down the line. So yeah, that wouldn't fly. That wouldn't fly at all. They're setting up a booby trap or something like that. Absolutely. What about another case? A guy sees an assailant, sees somebody broke into his property. You know, he has a fence up, broke in. He's in the yard. I mean, is he allowed to shoot him in the leg? No, you just don't have carte blanche permission uh, to do that. You have to only, you can only do what's reasonable in that moment, what a reasonable person would do or feel is necessary to do. Okay, so you see, it's, we, we don't want people getting shot because they went into the wrong property. Even if they broke into the wrong property, we, we have to assume, we, we, the, the, the logic here would be that we want the appropriate amount of force used, no more. Exactly. It always begins and ends at that. No more force than is what is reasonably necessary. Does this depend on the state, red state, blue state? Yeah, you could have. Uh, the laws could be a, a bit different depending on the state. But generally, I don't think you're going to find a state that just says, someone's in your home, shoot, no problem. All right. Lou, one more question for you, okay? As a criminal attorney, I'm sure you've been reading up on what's going on in this case in New York, right? Yes. What's your analysis of it? Well, you have one hand, you have you know, innocent passengers on the train just trying to get home from work or running an errand, and they're accosted by somebody who's basically uh, threatening the lives, supposedly, of passengers on the plane. And he said he's willing to die in that moment. And even a witness came forward and said that uh, this Marine saved their lives because she didn't know what was going to happen next. So she pulled him as a hero. Uh, then you have, on the other hand, the question of, well, let's say he had the right at that point to uh, restrain this individual. Did he go too far in the end? Meaning, did he have to do the chokehold all the way to the point where it caused death? Uh, and that's where the experts are arguing over it, right? What Maybe he could have done a different type of maneuver, something that would not have resulted in death. And, and he was being told, hey, you're, you're going to kill this guy if you don't let him go. So when you watch the video, it's uh, terribly disturbing. And... Uh, you know, if he wasn't a Marine and he was someone that didn't have training uh, in self-defense and so forth, maybe they would get a little bit more latitude on that. But because he's a Marine, he's trained in combat, he knows the effects of a chokehold, how to do it, what it will result in. He's held to a bit of a higher standard, and that might end up biting him if his case goes to a trial, especially in New York. How, do you, how would you look at it? Well, I wasn't there. That, that's the hard part, you know, where we're you hear one thing from somebody, one thing from another. So uh, it's hard. It's hard for any of us really to judge without sitting in a trial, hearing from all the witnesses, seeing the evidence, and then at that point, giving your best shot to decide: Did this person act reasonably under the situation? But just based on what we've read or heard, it's just not enough to form a conclusion. Now, is a person in that situation deemed to have enough, you know, time to figure out exactly what he should be doing? 
there's no good answer to that question uh, because you never know when you're going to be put in that situation. So I think jurors will give uh, some wiggle room to a person that's accosted by a situation where they didn't plan on it. But how much room they will give that person eventually gets to a point where if someone's dying or, or ends up getting greatly harmed from it, uh, I think some of that wiggle room starts to get pulled back. They're like, you know what? You, you stopped it. He's on the floor. It had to end there. You didn't have to keep on, you know, doing that maneuver. You could have tried to subdue him in some other way. So the argument for what he did uh, for a prosecutor, it's there on the table. Hmm. So you have no idea how it's gonna, how how a jury looks at this. So you're going either way. I think you go. Yeah, it's it can go either way. I think what hurts uh, the defense most is the jurisdiction. I mean, the fact that it's in New York. Uh, as you call it, a blue state. So New York, uh, New York is, is beyond blue. I mean, what's is there some color called deep blue, or you know, it's like black blue. Right, and that's we have to be realistic. You know, these are where the jurors are going to be coming yeah. from. That's your cross section. So yeah. with their politics and biases in that area. Yeah, uh, he, has, he has everything going. He's everything. He's, he's white. He's blonde. He's not gay. I don't know what what other disadvantage you could have going for him except besides those, you know? Well, he definitely has, like I said, an uphill battle given the politics of yep. the area and so forth. So, well, This was really wonderful because I mean, we needed somebody to be able to juxtapose American law to halacha. Thank you very much for your time. Always here to help you. Take care. Bye-bye. Joining us from Flatbush is her Shai Tahan, the Paisik. And Maggie Cheer, he's the Rosh Khail of Shari Ezra. He's the Bezdin of Bezdin, Arzi Halvana, and welcome, Reb Shai. Thank you very much for having me again. Reb Shai, last week uh, we spoke about AI and halacha, and I got a number of callers who have said that there was a, a Kalkaira from from in, in, in Borough Park, signed by a bunch of Rabbanim, which I did not see. And here in Muncie, I, somebody sent me from the Bezdin Sadiq of Hasidish Square that says, AI is absolutely asal halacha. To use AI, well, how would you like? So what do you think about something like that? It's so interesting that you're asking because last week, just last week, I didn't know any of that. But just last week, I wrote, you know, I publish a, a weekly newsletter that distributes throughout uh, New York and, and throughout the state. Really, it goes to Muncie as well, many places. And I, I, I wrote about this topic in length about AI. The question is, um, what exactly can I wrote about the question? Can you ask AI, AI a lucky question? Can you replace Poisek? With the AI, is that the question? Well, that's that's. The, I'm very curious. What, and what did you feel about that? So I, I I wrote about it. Even first of all, now it's still full of mistakes and, and yeah. But and let's, assume, let's, let's assume let's assume it was perfected. Yeah. Perfected. Still, I, I wrote that in halacha, in Torah, you can't rely, I gave an example of mashal, let's say you would have a goy that would be mamisha, uh, uh, gone like the gra, like a rishon. You wouldn't be able to ask him halachas and rely on him. Why not? Because Torah is not about wisdom. Torah is but about... We, you don't see that. It's not brought anywhere that a guy can't ask him. Oh, so it's brought down in, in Gemara in a few places that the wisdom of, of, of people are according to the connection with HaKadosh Baruch Like, for instance, when we have uh, the Machlekes Beisil or Beishamay, we go like Beisil because they were more anovim. Even though Beishamay were, were wiser, they were more harifim. We see that even... Oh, wait, but, I, I, but I saw Hrenim who explained. If you had somebody who was Mamish or Kivega, and you had a guy who wasn't Reb Kivega, but he had the best, best Midas, you'd have to go with the Baal Midas over Reb Kivega? No. That's uh, that's the so, fascination in 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 uh, in Emuno Bitochen. He proves that 
that uh, wisdom is the greatest thing. But so, still, so you have to have... So what's Pshat in the Gemara? The Pshat, the Pshat is that you have to have a connection with the Kadosh Baruch Hu and not, first, first, without this specific Gemara, but we see the concept. That there's another, for instance, there's many Gemaras like that, but one Gemara is the famous one in Bamatia, that there was a Mechlekes, Chachamim, and Obiliezer, and, uh, and Akadosh Baruch Hu himself sided with Obiliezer. Still, we said, which means in Torah, the Torah was given to the Paiskim, to the Rabbanim, and not to any, not to wisdom, even the ultimate right. wisdom, even Akadosh Baruch Hu himself. Wait, so, well, let's, let's try. Yes. Torah is not The computer is not B'Shemayim. The computer is very much B'Aretz, and it was programmed by human beings. So, in Akadami, Torah is not B'Shemayim. The computer is not B'Shemayim. Right. The word of Torah is from the fact that we learn from the Psukim that uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu says, Ki chadavar, ben dam le dam, ben din le din, ben you, you have to go where? You have to go to the Rabbonim. And, and, and from here, Kadosh Baruch Hu disconnected everything else from Halacha, from Torah, and gave it the authority gave complete authority to the Rabbanim. Could a five-year-old boy who's very smart, could he pass him? It could be. Could be. Do we rely on him? Or saying, could we rely on a, a, a five-year-old who's a charif? Or an isha for that matter? You could be relying yeah. on isha too, yeah. right? Yes. So, yes. So, so why not a computer? Because a computer is not it does not have a connect again because you have to have a connection with a kadosh baruch. So who says a five year old? Who says the five year old has a connection with a kadosh baruch? So if you would have a five year old who's extremely brilliant, but he's off the derech with all the with all the wisdom that he has, we're not going to rely on him. We don't. Wait, but, but, but a, yeah. a five year old is patamana mitzvahs. Bechatayis is connected to Rabbi Nishlaelam. Yeah, it doesn't say it's not brought any place to Allah that a guy can pass him. No, I know, I, I know it's not brought down, but it's it's such a double posture that it's a that that's the reason it's not brought down. I think that's my understanding. So let me ask I you a question. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. question. If you had a, a computer that was a chess champion, it could beat any. And it was in, in AI. It was the biggest understander that, that answered psak, right? Yeah. And then you had a nice, a nice fine younger man. Who who would you ask to Shiloh to the younger man or the, or the supercomputer? Younger man. Well, Shiloh wow. in Halacha in Torah. Yeah. Younger man, of course. Even is though the you... computer, even though the computer was tested and it's better than all the younger light, like you have fed it a hundred Shilohs. Yes, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. If it's facts, if I need to know more, Malcolm in yeah, but in the Google Gemara. could do that. You don't need a, you don't need AI. Google could do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Google is different. So you would go Google, with the, you would with go with the inferior Pisik who has who's a person because he has Siata Dishmaya than the computer who just really never makes a mistake. Yeah, I don't know about Siata Dishmaya because he's, he's, he had the authority from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he had the, the, the right to do it. And Torah is about HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving his, how would I put it, his divine shrina on top of the person that comes to Paskin and that's the way it is. So it why doesn't then, happen with anything else. Why then, Lamashal, in Chayshimish, but... And the Shulchan Aruch is very clear. Who can paskin and who can't paskin? In Arachayim, right. Yeridea, and most of Evan right. there, there's no clue who can paskin, who paskin. So from the Shulchan Aruch, from Shas and Paiskin, it would appear that even though we see that people have Siat and they can have Yer Shemayim, halachically, 
this doesn't add up to anything. You don't by Chayshimish, but yes, because we learn We don't find it by any other or the other three Cholkei Shulchan If that was really such a concept, why isn't why isn't Shulchan Aruch or the Paiskin bring it? What, what about the Gemara, the Halacha that that brings the Gemara in Sefer Kaf Ges Kaf Beis Kola Gas Bora Rasha? Yeah, it's talking about, it's talking yeah. about me. This if you're an arrogant judge, which means you don't listen to other people and you're, you're not listening to the to the case here, uh, you know it's it's sort of like a like a rifim, a toif sheb rifim. The arrogant doctors look at him the same place where the arrogant um, Pisces because he has bad meters, but the computer doesn't have bad meters and it's usually quite impartial. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm just asking why is, it's not brought la lacha. That's what's it's, there's a no, gaping no, hole. It's not brought la lacha. I think it's double. It's such a double portrait. I think. Um, so why Chayshim Mishpat is a brought? Chayshim Mishpat brought what? I think it's Simon Zion. Exact qualifications. Who can be a Dayan? A cotton cannot be a Dayan. A Isha cannot be a Dayan. Machlaikis of what age? Could it, could you become a Ben Hayra of 13? Do you have to be 18? All this is missing in Archaim, Yaradeya, and, and, and Ebenezer. Right, to be able to be a Paisik. I think a Paisik is, is, I mean, I, I think in, in, in Chazal, there's, there's no Musig of there's, there's, there's a bonus. There's, there's, a, there's a person that's in Gia There's, a, there's, there's a, a title of a Paisek later on in the Ramai. He brings down um, in, in Yolade, uh, uh, Aleph, in, in Shrita over there, he brings down such ideas of who could be, um, and also in Hichos Tamutaira, where he speaks about who could be, who could be Mayra uh, It's brought down this certain qualifications from the Tashbet they bring down, the person that knows uh, how to open up farm from all over and be able to pass and Shilas. He doesn't know to, doesn't have to know everything by heart, but the Tashbet brings down that he needs to know uh, yeah, how to open up. That's the qualifications of what he has yes. to know. But, but yeah. who has to know it? Marshall Isha, Cotton, how old? That's missing in, in the other Chalkei Shulchanarach. Right, yeah, but right, I mean, right. He certainly has to be a day right. to be maven Okay, just interesting. Sure. So now let's go yeah. to the, the next question. By the way, Rabbi David Cohen agreed with you, for the record. Uh, we had him on last week. And the Parashal Shachta said for a Davar Pashit, there's no, there's no halachas of a, of a, of a Moira Hira. So we had, you know, it was very interesting to have them back to back agreeing and disagreeing. It's so interesting. I, I should have heard it. I didn't, I didn't even know you, uh, you well, had let me, it. But here's the next question. A whole bunch of Rabbanim came out, Chassidish Rabbanim, and they said, to use AI, open AI is Asr. The use of AI is Asr. Like, what would be your hargash about such a, 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 a plaque? I don't know what's open AI. What does that mean? And I, to use artificial intelligence with the Yasa. What does it mean, open? You, what no, oh, you mean you can't use it altogether at all for yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why did the Yasa? Um, so he says, uh, Okay, so you have, okay. Yeah, they had the same thing when it, when 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 internet started, and they they asked everything. And slowly, slowly. Uh, now it's also only with uh, without. Uh, Without uh, a filter, well, they, and their point is you can't you can't put a filter on on AI. That's their that's one of their points. Yeah, but okay. I mean, there's no well, pictures the, as far as on the other hand, there are no, no there are no pictures on it. Yeah. Yes, after if you look for minus in a picot, I, I hear I'm not I'm not I'm not qualified to argue on any of them, but I'm saying uh, we've been through this with the whole internet. Internet is much worse, and I mean I hear the authors. Meanwhile, uh, you know, fine. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I don't see if a person wants to seek minus, then it's it, it, it's it's all over. Then he then he opens up his uh, 
is, is internet filters and that's it. This is something that could be used for many good things if you do it cautiously. Okay, very good. So let me go to our topic. I don't know if you read the news, but you've heard about this Marine who killed a fellow on the train. Have you heard? Did you hear that news? I, I recently heard something yeah. about it, yes. So he killed somebody, and he says they were threatening him, and he felt endangered, and he choked the guy. He didn't mean to kill him, etc. And uh, he was now arrested and accused with manslaughter. So if you were the, 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 the dying and they brought you this case, how would you look at it? Well, it's... it's... <sighs> It's indeed the way the story goes that there was danger over there because um, there's this evidence that uh, this person was threatening to kill the passengers on the train and this Marine came out to save those people from the threat. Then you have over here somebody who's putting you in danger and he has a dinosauroides, a, a chaser, um, and, um, and the way that it's pretty clear in Aloha that, uh, that uh, you're, you're allowed to do whatever's needed to... Uh, to take out the threat, and he did it. He did it as, as you mentioned, not in order to kill him. But that's what happens event eventually. And I don't see him in any fault on this uh, on this story. I mean, the, the, the fault that they would claim is is that since it's a din of once he was sort of subdued, you didn't have to keep choking him. That would be the right. argument. So it was it was more force than was needed, and you. Right. That's, that's, I think that that's what they were tying Right. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming and I understand that this is what he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to kill him. And it's very hard to be Matamtem. Um, he held him and, and the, the, the way he claims is that he was still moving and, and talking. And he, the other stories about people that were put on chokehold and they were saying they couldn't, they couldn't breathe are famous stories, and this is very different. He wasn't, he wasn't saying he couldn't breathe, and he was still fighting, and he was still... I mean, it's very hard to be Matamtem, and he just... That's a way to, um, to take out the threat. I, I don't think he did anything wrong in my understanding. Again, you have to take such a thing to a court of law, and they have to see all the evidence, but as, as a person from the side, that's the way I see it. Now, here's a question. Um, the Rav said that there was, he has a din of a rider, right? Now, the argument against that that I would make is if you have a train with 25 people on it and you have a person, as crazy as he is, but he's still unarmed, and even if he's making threats, I mean, do you really know he's going to do anything? So to me, it would sound more like, is he a rider or is he a Suffolk rider? Right. So when we're dealing with rider, uh, it's pretty clear in Allah that Suffolk Kuroidef is also a Roidef, and it is treated in Halacha exactly the same as a Roidef. And we learned that from uh, Baba Mukhteras that over there, the the only time you can't kill the Baba Mukhteras is Aval Benoi, that we know for sure that a father would not kill his son. But in any other scenario, even even there's, there's those that go to the extent to say even a mother that goes to uh, um, as, as Baba Mukhteras, she's She's still under the category of a suffix. This is how um, the Mabites, and therefore any suffix, even suffix rochok, according to the Chinuch, um, you you would you would be done as a roidef. And whenever you have a roidef, you have to do whatever it takes to uh, to take out the threat. And over here, it's not any different. What about the fact that he was only threatening? You're right, he's only threatening. He's not, he didn't take a gun and, and, and try to, uh, to do something. 
a threat is also, we found in a few places, that a person that's, that's threatening, we, we treat him as a rider. For instance, the famous Gemara in Baba Kamakuf Yudzayin, that a person threatened to be a moiser, and Afghana killed him, even though it was only a threat. And this is what uh, the Rosh and the Rashba ask on it. They ask that maybe he's only gossiping, maybe he's only threatening, but he's not planning to do it. It's like a dog that barks, but doesn't bite. And the Rosh says that in Suffolk, Nefashas, Lahatil Suffolk Nefashas, you have to do uh, whatever it takes, and over here to Suffolk, and that's the way you do it. The Rashba says that you have to assess the situation. Still, it's a Suffolk, and if you have a threat in front of you, you treat it uh, as a voidist. But you have to really have a umdena, you have to see that the person is really serious. Many people only talk, and they don't actually exercise what they say. You have to assess the situation. If you can't assess the situation, the situation correctly, then you you have to do what you need to do. You see, there there is a difference, arguably, between this case and and a Baba Machteris. Is that a Baba Machteris? Like, what's he doing in your living room in the middle of the night? So that establishes him. He's already on the wrong foot. He's a, he, he, you can assume here that he he broke in. He's here. So he has a den of a. You could say even the Suffolk, but he, he already he's already in the wrong place. Whereas a guy in a train screaming, a guy could be in a train, and a guy could scream on a train. So it's it's a it's a higher barrier of Suffolk than to Suffolk of a Baba Machteris, no? And I think Absolutely. the case, and I think the case of uh, the case in Baba Kama of the of the which call it of the uh, I'm sorry, continue, and then I'll continue. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what you're saying is absolutely, I definitely agree. And actually, uh, there's a safer called Mishnas Pikuach Nefesh, very nice safer, uh, Rabbi Lawrence in Eretz Israel. And he makes that, he has a whole arichus on this, uh, he has a whole parak with arichus on this, to say there's a chiluk between a real threat that we have in front of us, a sakana, even if it's a Suffolk Sakana, it's something that's not. And he makes that chiluk. For instance, uh, there were the stories in Kansas City that a, that, that a kid came and knocked on the wrong door and the man just shot him. Or what happened in upstate New York uh, a couple of months ago where a woman drove into the wrong uh, uh, yard of, of, of somebody and he just shot her. So you have to, you, when you make simple mistakes like that, or you have, you have somebody that doesn't look, there were a few years ago a boy that was running with a hoodie and they just killed him. When the person doesn't, is not, the chiluk is between showing yourself as doing something that's a shia, something that doesn't, looks criminal. Even if you have a suffix, then, then it's a real suffix. But when somebody just stands by your house on the outside, you ha- it's, it's, it doesn't create a suffix yet. And we have this chiluk in Allah in many, many places. Um, that, that, I definitely agree with that. Look, otherwise, you go shooting right and left because there's always Suffolk, and especially Suffolk Rochok, as we said, when you have a Suffolk Rochok, then you become a Suffolk Pikuach Nefesh and a Raider, a Suffolk Raider. You have to have over here something that, uh, that's either a Glaim Ladavo, it's called in Aloha, even far a Glaim Ladavo, but you have to have a Glaim Ladavo. And you think Halacha, him screaming, would, would, would give him the din of a rightness? Well, he or was saying, he was saying, he was saying, he was saying, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm yeah, going to I mean, go to jail. But, but, but you have 20 people on the train, I mean, he, without an arm, yeah. like, really, you're yeah, going to kill all of us? Yeah, because, because when you have somebody who's disturbed, he was just clearly mentally disturbed, and we know that a person that's mentally disturbed could take out a knife. Or half the people in New York have guns. Uh, he could take out a gun from his pocket and shoot one person. Definitely, you have, look, he wasn't trying to kill him. He was trying to hold him until the police would come. It was, it was a bad mistake. It was, um, I don't know, mistake. It went a little bit 
more further than he planned out for it to go. But that's that's the correct approach. You have somebody who's mentally ill and doesn't mind going to jail. They don't know what they're doing. They're on drugs. They're, 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 it's yeah. enough that he takes out the gun and he shoots. There's so much illegal guns in the streets today. Right. So you, you hold up for sure he has another traffic right before maybe even a right of gamma. Even more so, yeah, even more yeah. so. In today's time and age, the people that are disturbed. How would you, who would you say the Mishnah Lamela holds that the the near death himself has no din of Atsila Dechad In a case like this, Lechaira over here, he, w- he wouldn't have to, is that correct? Uh, the, the, the overall halacha says, the Rambam brings down the overall, that there is a din of Atsila Dechad Meivarov, if it's possible. Um, at, at the moment, there was no, what, what it's supposed to do is that Atsila Dechad Meivarov means that if you could, if you could shoot him in one place, if you could cut one of his uh, limbs, that was that was part of trying to take the minimal action he could. But I'm saying, he, since he has a din of the since he has a din of the near death, because he was among those threatened, Allah that would be different than American law. He wouldn't even have to try. Um, could be. I'm I'm not so sure because um, one person by himself could run run out to a different uh, to a different uh, caravan on the train. He could move to the other side. He could, but but he's claiming this marine that he was trying to save other people. The, the train was head over their kids and women, and and they're not, and 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 the doors are closed. The shot. If you have an ability to get out, of course you have to get out and avoid. That's a simple concept. You don't come and initiate or try to come close to the threat. You try to 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 get away, but the the door. Were closed. There were kids there. There were women, and he's a marine. That's his job. He's, he feels that he's the that's what he was trained to do. And I think I think he was correct for what he was doing. And uh, that that's the way to be Matilda Chadmevarov to try to do the minimal. And he was he was trying to do. It just sometimes gets out of hand. It's very hard to be with something. Rabbi Tan, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Call tough. Bye bye.